0: You are listening to the Oracle of Light podcast. I am your host, Shana DeMellon. In this week's episode, we are going to look at all the different ways that you can survive the holidays after you've lost a loved one. Now, this loss can be recent. Perhaps this is a loss from the last several years. It doesn't matter how long ago you lost a loved one or a child or even a fur baby, The holidays can be difficult. And in this week's episode, we are going to look at different ways to survive the holidays. What if we could enjoy the holidays, even without that special person? What does that look like? And if you are looking for a way to connect with and communicate with your child on the other side, I welcome you to visit my website at livealifeyoulove.org and have a look at my signature program, Growing Up in Heaven. It is a seven-step process that will take you through the exact steps and foundational pieces that you need to make that connection and experience your child on the other side. You can download today and get started. You know, a lot of people say that... Uh, you know, the holidays are the most wonderful time of the year. And I think there are a lot of expectations around the holidays and what they should look like and what they mean. And for all of you, all of you empaths out there, all of you beautiful, intuitive people that are picking up on, on the different energies right now, it feels a little heavy. It feels a little gross. It feels, it feels stuck. I mean, there are so many different things that come up and come around Christmas that I don't think that everyone is really aware of it. I mean, there are all the obligations, you know, do you really want to spend your holidays with these certain people? Do you feel obligated to? Are you following your heart? I know this year I'm going to be in the mountains. I am so excited. I cannot, I cannot tell you how excited I am because for me, the holidays are meant to be with people that I love and adore. And if that isn't possible, for whatever reason, I'm out. I'm not, I'm not interested. I don't care if people are going to be mad. I don't care if people are going to try to guilt me. No, that's their stuff. I want to enjoy that. I get to enjoy it. I get to figure out what that looks like for me. And especially when, when you're dealing with loss, you really, really need to follow what's true for you. I'm always telling clients, I'm a huge advocate for following your truth, for figuring out what works for you. What does that look like? Do you really want to be baking 26 tins of cookies? No, I'd maybe like to make five. Great, then cut the rest off. You know, and I I always it's almost like, you know, clients over the years have asked, it's almost like they're asking me for permission to follow what's true for them, to know in their heart what's true for them, to acknowledge it and to find a way to to make that come true and when you've lost someone and and the you know the holidays are approaching you're going to have all those different memories come up there there are different things that could be triggering you you could start to bring out Christmas decorations, and you find something that reminds you of that person, and that can be upsetting. Maybe you're going through old pictures, and they're, you know, there they are from other holidays, other Christmases. Um, there can be so many different things. I have one client who, um, the first couple of years after her, after her mom died, she found it very difficult to celebrate the way that she celebrated, like she didn't do any baking, and she didn't want to do any to- any cooking. And then after a while, she thought, you know what, that is what made Christmas in our house. So this, this time, you know, usually about a month before Christmas, she starts baking and cooking, because that brings her joy. And that brings her closer to her mom on the other side. And, you know, if you've lost a child, you know, moving into the holiday season, you know, that, that, perhaps you've had a miscarriage or you've lost that child in this year that brings up so many different things and i think that the most important thing that i like i love to share with people about our loved ones on the other side is that they don't want us to be suffering they want us to live a full rich life Knowing that they are at peace on the other side, knowing that they become our greatest fans, knowing that that connection never dies, that that love never dies, knowing that depending on how our gifts work and, our op- and how open and available we are, we can make that connection with our loved ones on the other side. We can. And they are just no longer in their physical body. Their energy is all around uh, one of my teachers, Sonia Chiquette, she said, you know, for every, for every special occasion, they would leave an extra chair at the table. And that was for, for a loved one in spirit, whoever wanted to join the table that, that year at that event. And I've always remembered that. I've thought, that is so beautiful. I absolutely love it. And so after, after a loss, moving, moving into the holidays can be very difficult, very difficult, you may you may want to continue with traditions, you may not. I always tell people to just take it day by day, take it minute by minute, hour by hour, and just really check in with how you're feeling. You may feel like a tsunami of emotions coming up and that's okay. You may feel like being around people, great. You may just wanna be at home watching Netflix and eating cookies and that's okay too. And so again, just any obligations, any, any, anywhere that you're feeling obligated or that you have to or that you should, that's not in alignment with what's going to make you happy. Yes. Are there things that we need to do sometimes that are, that are not great that we would rather not? Yes. If it's going to create more, if it's going to, if it's going to add value somewhere, absolutely do it. But if, it, if it's something that's really sitting there, and I find for me that if something isn't in alignment with me, it'll keep coming up. It'll keep coming up again and again and again and again and again. And that's for me to look at. Okay, this is sitting there. It's, it's stuck for a reason. It's almost like a, you know, um, it's like a record player. It's like it's stuck. It's not shifting. What is that? What can I do with it? And that's an invitation for me to look at that. Do I have a block? Is it something that I really want to do? Am I just trying to go along, keep the peace, make everybody else happy? Well, we've always done it this way. So we always feel like we have to. We don't. Absolutely do not. I remember the first year uh, with my husband at the time. He said, I go, I go skiing on Christmas morning. And I said, What? But, 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 so in my family, it was Christmas Eve, we spent together, we spent all of Christmas Day together, we spent all of um, Boxing Day, we call the 26th here in Canada, Boxing Day. So we would spend all that time together. And there would usually be fights and arguments and hurt feelings and, and people that loved their gifts and people that didn't. And (laughs) it was usually mayhem. And it was chaotic and exhausting. And that's just what was we just we didn't question it that was just the expectation that we were to be there on the 24th and then it would start and it took me a little while to get my head around the idea of getting up Christmas morning and enjoying my morning having coffee opening presents spending time with the people that I love and then going skiing it was so much fun the ski hill had hardly anyone on it everyone was so friendly and fun and it was just it was spectacular and so I, I invite you to look at look at what hap- look at look at really honestly where where you are on the celebration spectrum you know do you want to do you want to celebrate and if you don't feel like celebrating that's okay if being around certain people will lift your spirits then absolutely do that i found one year that i did a bunch of baking And then I gave that. I went out to visit a few people and I brought baking and just it was my heart to theirs. And and it just made me feel, it made me feel better. So if there isn't, if there's something that isn't making you feel better, it's okay to say no. It's okay to say no. And again, if you have old traditions that, that you'd like to follow, absolutely. If that brings you joy, then follow them. Definitely follow them. And I invite you to be open to creating new ones. There is something magical about the energy of Christmas and sometimes we can connect into it from previous years and sometimes it's about creating new experiences and just being open and I always ask myself how much fun can I have? How much fun can I have today? How much joy can I experience? Angels, universe, bring me the joy, bring me the fun, let's do this. For me it's Christmas lights Anytime I see Christmas lights, that just, that just lights me up. That gets me going. And so what is it for you? Are there are there traditions that you'd like to set aside this year? Are there new traditions that you would like to put in their place? Something that, that a lot of people are not aware of, or it's almost like there's this stigma around grief and, and what it looks like and what it feels like. And it's different for everybody. There isn't a book that says, here, how, here is how you grieve a loved one there is in a book no two people grieve the same and this is after reading for thousands over the years no two people grieve exactly the same and grieving can be exhausting it can bring you to your knees i would have physical physical manifestations i would my body would physically ache when i was grieving that's how my body experienced grief and i would cry and i would experience pockets of grief and i really never knew when they were going to hit and I found that it was really important to reach out. Reach out when I felt like I needed extra support. And especially when it's, when it's leading up to the holidays or um, you're starting to feel overwhelmed with the holidays, it's very important to gauge how you're feeling and what that looks like for you, you know. And there's no shame in reaching out for help. I think a lot of people suffer in silence. And that isn't admirable. That isn't noble. You're just hurting yourself more. You don't have to be strong. You don't have to get over it. You know, in this time of year, especially around child loss, people just don't know what to say. Uh, we did an episode earlier earlier this year on what not to say. You know, what are the, some of the things to say and what not to say. Um, and it's it's just some people, they want to help, but they really don't know what to say. And that's okay. And some people, when they're starting to feel overwhelmed, they'll start to disconnect and start to pull away. And that's the time when you really need to look at your mental health, look at how you're feeling, look at at everything that's happening for you and really take an assessment. Okay, how am I feeling? How am I feeling? Sitting and centering your energy, connecting into your heart, even placing your hand over your heart and taking nice deep breaths will align the energy of your mind and your heart and just sitting in that space, pushing everything else away and just sitting in that space of clarity, allowing your energy to expand out as far as it can go. And then just asking, okay, truth, does this line me up with what really makes me happy? Truth, do I feel like a Grinch this year? Okay, cool. Truth, is there something I can do about that? And if so, what is it? And I invite you to just stay, stay curious with it really stay curious with it. Um, I've got a girlfriend who goes to the spa every uh, December 24th. You will find her at the spa. (laughs) She's like, nope. uh, The spa is where I'm going to be on the 24th before crazy town begins. I have other friends that go after the holidays to kind of recoup. And once you find